0: On the third episode of Checking In, I'm your host, Monique Wilson, and I'll be having a conversation with Fatima Dyfan. Dyfan, a recent graduate of Georgetown University, has spent the last year exploring her spirituality. She spoke with me on her childhood experiences with God, how she occasionally uses different types of drugs to enhance her journey and gives advice for people who are beginning or continuing their journey. As the world opens up, there are going to be more distractions from the outside world. This is going to be the time to make sure that you are truly checked in with yourself and your spirituality. From this conversation, I hope listeners can relate to Diefen on different levels, who is simply trying to find what works for her and only her. So hi, welcoming our first guest, Fatima Diefen. Um, Could you please introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm Fatima Difan. Um, I'm a graduate of Georgetown University. I had to say graduate because I don't, the alum, the alumna, alumni <laughs> throws me off. But i um, recent graduate of Georgetown. Um, I'm really interested in kind of like self-expression, art, theater making, um, acting, anything creative, honestly, is my, is my wheelhouse.
0: Great. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to speaking with you and hearing your thoughts on spirituality. To get started, what does spirituality mean to you?
1: So for me, I think it starts with like a conversation with an internal self. Like one moment I always reflect to was in my, I don't remember how younger I was, maybe like seven. It was Christmas. And I just remember like sitting down by my in my room and I was praying to God. And it wasn't like, I was praying to God, but it was more so like, a conversation with myself and talking about how grateful I was for like the things that were kind of around me, um, how my life was like set up to be. I was really thankful. And I just think I always reflect back to that moment because it was more of like a feeling of like, this idea that like nothing else kind of around you matters and I'm able to like be my fullest self. And in that moment, I knew I was being my fullest self because I'm not very emotional. So it's a lot of the times when I know I'm connecting with my higher self, it does unlock some type of like emotional connection that is really hard for me to pull out otherwise. But that's like a moment I always reflect to because it was really situated in like full on gratitude for this like journey or this this understanding of myself or just being myself
0: can you describe your spirituality over the past few years so you mentioned that a central moment that you can remember with your spirituality is when you were about seven or eight and you were talking to god having that conversation but can you talk about how and when did you begin your journey was it something that you grew up with was it something that and even if you did grow up with that how have you molded it to how you see fit how you feel comfortable with your spirituality
1: I say it started when I was young, young, young. I grew up in a um, Islamic family, or like I, I grew up initially in a Islamic family. So my mom came to America when she was pregnant with me, and her dad was an imam. A lot of her brothers were like spiritual or religious leaders in Africa. When I was like five, my mom got remarried, and he was Christian, and we started doing like the Christian religious stuff. So at that time, I was more like conscious. So. I was starting to like go to like confirmations over time, which is like you go to like Christian class. I was Methodist at the time. So I went to Methodist confirmation. In that school, I was learning about uh, the Bible, all of the ins and outs. But what they were really specifying was how the practices came about to like have a connection with God and why. I really don't remember what I learned, but it was like the history. Great time. I really enjoyed it. And that was kind of like the official start, I think, of my spirituality, because A, it was like when I started going to confirmation school, it was like um, it was like a like I had to be dedicated to it. It was like a, a practice, a duty to myself in a sense. But again, it was still really much tied with religion um, and how all of those power structures are formulated. And I was very much that person who was like, um. I asked why, like, I was like, why do we have to close our eyes when we pray? Why we got to kneel? Why we got to do all these things? If like what I'm feeling is really that connection. Fast forward, I started like high school and um, my family structure kind of changed. There was really less like religion in my household. That was kind of where I wasn't really focused on spirituality or religion, like at all. I just kind of remember focused on school, focused on like my social settings, like creating friendships and stuff. I really wouldn't say my journey started until COVID happened, March happened, and then it was around my first birthday. At this point, like I'm an adult. So like these private conversations that I'm having with myself are transforming. Like I'm talking about like, why are my relationships making sense? Like how, why do I feel like some things are always happening to me? Or why do I feel unhappy? Why do I feel disconnected? And all of these like words are not they exist in the material, but they're all like feelings. Like I feel these things and I really can't make sense of them. In addition to like a lot of loneliness. So I honestly, like I couldn't even tell you, and this is like a thing I feel about spiritual journeys. Like I couldn't tell you what was like, oh, yep, it's going to happen for me. <laughs> I'm going to start caring a little more. But it was really just like the culmination, I think of the transition to a more isolated commu- like, community of myself and just realizing like a lot of other people can't give me what I need all the time and kind of figuring out what that was. So I just started like taking walk- walks. I had my little blunt and I would um, I would say like, um, by the air around me, the earth of my body, the the waters in my body, the power of my walk and the fire in the blunt, I now welcome um, all of my ancestors of the most high good. Um, God and my own spirit, um, just to like join me in this conversation. And that's literally all I would say. And then I would just keep walking. And sometimes I would have like, these very specific conversations I'd want to have, like, how am I going to move forward with this? Or, you know, these things are really weighing heavy on my soul, like, what can I do? Or um, just like a lot of emotional unpacking that I just don't do in my day to day life. And it, it, it gave me so much knowledge that gave me the power to do things like around my birthday, like communicating with my dad's family and telling them how I feel about our relationship and my past with them and like them not being present. So that's how it started. And I never sought like any form of confirmation that I was like actually speaking with someone or like anything like that. It was always just like this like undeniable comfort. And then from there, I started to feel like what everyone says about synchronicities um, those started appearing for me and I started to like look into like numerology more. And that kind of just got me down the rabbit hole of like looking for information between spirituality sources that often stem into like astrology, um, that stem into like numerology and like crystal work and candle work and all that jazz. I have some raw amethyst that was gifted to me and I usually use that when I'm like thinking or trying to like connect like in a spiritual manner, whether that's like I use tarot cards as well just to like build stories for myself. Another one I have is like for protection and power and they all relate with the parts of myself that I want to heal and work on and I don't think I would have discovered that if I didn't take time to like have those intimate private conversations with myself.
0: Oh my gosh. That was so much, but like in the best way possible. So many things to touch on. One, crystals. That's really cool. I've been like, I haven't even like dipped my toes in it because I just feel like it's a lot and I need to really dedicate time to it to really know what each of them mean and all that type of stuff but i am curious just like a quick question can you just get crystals from anywhere like any crystal shop or do you have to go to a specific place
1: i wouldn't get them from anywhere i'm a i would say i'm big on like people who have businesses because you can like actually see who they are and understand their practices one thing i'm kind of noticing is like spirituality is becoming bad (laughs) i guess i i do imagine like people starting to be like oh i'm selling this this new moon charged, this, this, and third, and like not actually doing the work. And I think there is a danger. It's that really negative tomfoolery type energy. I would honestly be like crystals, not to say it's the least of your worries, but there's like mad products out there. A lot of things that are considered witchcraft rich craft i guess so just kind of like keeping that in mind but i like crystals because i feel like they're the most down-to-earth type thing and i'm like a tourist so i always i'm like very earthy in essence
0: i love that you mentioned how uh it was really when the pandemic hit during march that you really started to go into another part of your, or go deeper into your spirituality with connecting to your ancestors. Um, And I feel like I can relate to that because that's when, you know, we all had time to sort of be by ourselves a little bit, like, or at least we just didn't have so many more influences at college or like at work or anything like that. Um, And so I personally started doing like yoga. My friend, she had this devotional book that she put me onto. So I started using that. I started journaling and I felt like I was like, really at peak of where I've ever been at my in my spirituality journey. Now, since then, I have not been the best, but that's why they call it a journey because there are ups and downs. And so I'm not being so harsh on myself, but I definitely want to go back into that. I love that you mentioned, you know, you're blunt. I'm curious, uh, how do you use marijuana or weed to explore or enhance your spirituality? And then would you ever explore your spirituality with other drugs?
1: Being completely transparent. So the blunt and the walk thing. So that I think is effective for spirituality because of the intentions that you can put in that practice. And I think that in contrast to like what this day and age is, we don't have as many intentional practices anymore. Like we, a lot of us don't cook anymore. Like we get in the shower, we're thinking about work, like we fall asleep when we're on our phone. So it's really hard to like set intent. But I feel like when I'm by myself and I'm rolling with the intent to like go on this walk and relax or do whatever, talk to my ancestors, be by myself, um, I can really put that in the blunt, that energy in the blunt. And it's not anything special, but just literally like, okay, I'm about to go do this December 3rd. I'm not worried about anything, but the fact that I want this blunt to smoke while I'm walking for the purpose of what I need to do. Um, and then in regards to the other substances, I am a shrooms user. Who, who would have thought I would come on your podcast talking about drugs today? But <laughs> I use shrooms and I've used them a number of times and I'm very, I consider myself super emotional. I'm a Cancer moon, Cancer rising. And if you keep up with astrology even deeper, my moon is in the 12th house. So that's the most, one of the most hidden houses. So it takes me a lot to actually understand my own emotions, but everyone else's, like everything around me, I got um so when I started taking shrooms it was like you can't deny yourself like you literally can't deny yourself if you are sad it's gonna let you know you're sad like if you're happy it's gonna let you know you're happy if you're uncomfortable it's gonna let you know you're uncomfortable so the first like couple times I took shrooms I definitely did it on some like party type just trying to have fun and that was literally my intention that I said I was like I was bored it was it was during the pandemic I was like I'm just trying to literally liven my life up a little bit and when i did that it was an interesting night like it was just a lot of me like laughing crying it was fun but it was like emotionally draining i literally couldn't stop crying like if i wanted to talk and i was overwhelmed or um you know, like i had to laugh or anything that i wanted to express came with tears at the same time and that was an observation that i couldn't let go of so i was like that's just interesting like when my body has no inhibitions it chooses to cry like every five seconds. It also just makes you think like so different. So one day I took shrooms by myself this day and I was like, OK, I'm going to hop in the shower, wash my hair, like really beat in it. Mind you, I was in the shower for like four plus hours. I was sick after that. But i will never like the only thing I remember from there was like and I'm getting kind of emotional thinking about it. I haven't thought about it in a while was like I really like apologized to my hair like I sat in the shower and I was like washing it and like really like feeling the lengths and the textures and like feeling like the water go in. And I was just like super apologetic because I was just kind of reflecting on the past that I had with my hair, all the like decisions I made. Unless like for me, it's like thinking about I'd maybe like one too many ponytails or like not enough water. And I hadn't felt so empowered to like walk out with an afro for so long. I hadn't felt so empowered to like. Just wet my hair, let it dry,
0: and then see what the curls look like and just be like that. I think I should have you back on for checking in with streams. Because <laughs> be like, I feel like you have so much more to talk about this. My next question is, in terms of your relationships with people, like either platonic or not, do those center around spirituality? Or do you seek connections that have sort of a foundation in spirituality? It's funny you say that. That's like been
1: my recent reflection. Um, I have friends who I think are like me in the regard, like the spiritual regard. Like, I think I can have discussions with them about, like, the things that I'm learning about myself, like the conversations I have with God, myself, this, that, and the third. Um, I don't think that I have, like, enough of it. And I've just been trying to, like, ask God for, like, more people in my life that are like that. And even the idea of, like, spirituality in itself, like, we're all spiritual, but one person may be more spiritual- through occult things like astrology, this and third, whereas another person may be spiritual while they run track. Like, and that's just like what it is. So I realized like I do need a community of people that are similar to me in the spirituality regard. I still judge my relationships on a spiritual basis. So like people that I genuinely like really, really care about, like intimate friendships and relations, like you know, romantic relationships, whatever, those things like those are I talk to like my ancestors and God about that. So And, and when I do that, I have to tell them every little piece I did lose relationships within this time period that I consider myself more spiritual because it did require me to a be more isolated and it was hard to explain why I needed to be more alone. So it was just kind of difficult for me to decide like, or for me to discern or share my boundaries with other people about what my spiritual journey may require of me at certain times. I also believe in like energy exchanges. I'm the type of person like when you shoot down something that like is important to me, it really does like shift my worldview about your worldview. And I'm trying to protect myself just as much as I want you to feel comfortable to be yourself. So that's a lot of the times where like I just will stop talking to people <laughs> because I'm like, I don't know. I talked to my God and I told him that I want to be your friend and I'm trying super hard. Um but every time like we're around each other or something's happening it feels terrible so like I can't deny this like internal feeling that I have I can't deny that like I told God to get rid of my haters and you left do you have any
0: advice for people who are struggling with their spirituality or who want to get more involved?
1: I would definitely say start to just like do research in books. Um, if you're not a book reader, maybe watch YouTube videos. I think those are the best for me because they're informative. YouTube, you can see the person talking about it. You can have dialogue about it in the comments. And then books, because those are like what the internet is copying. Like, but the internet is just going to these books, copy pasting it and putting it in these things that formulate it for you. Like, I think my spiritual journey has also been guided by my therapist um and that's why it's like it's not always like witchcraft and crystals and like it's it's really i think just a conversation with your inner self if you're not like a therapy person like just journals and journal prompts
0: i can definitely relate to the journaling uh writing things down like during the pandemic i got a journal and i would write every day after my yoga um session after working out a little bit and that was my time to pray but also to uh, manifest Uh, things that I wanted in my life for myself, for my friends, for my family. And then also, I don't know if, if it was a journal prompt that I saw somewhere, but I felt like even by writing, I feel like just that would have like, that's when you're like, how do you like that? You know, how do you actually feel? Cause I feel like a lot of times, like we just, we're feeling things, but then we don't, we go through different feelings so fast during the day that we actually don't take the time to, think about why we're feeling that way, who or what made us feel that way. How can we get out of that feeling and make sure if it, like, if it's a negative one, how can we not be in that, like not stay in that feeling? But yeah, Fatima, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Thank you for answering the questions. Thank you for opening up to me and getting a little bit sensitive, a little bit personal. And I look forward to speaking with you soon.
1: Thank you. I have fun.
0: In this episode of Checking In, We checked in with Fatima Dyfan about her spiritual journey. As always, there are a few things I hope you take away from this conversation. One, similar to Winnie's fitness journey, everybody's journey is different. For Fatima, that includes going to therapy and smoking a blunt while taking a walk. For others, it could mean being baptized or journaling every day. Find what works for you. Two, I truly think the most important part about one's spiritual journey is connecting with your inner self. For me, speaking to God is a combination of speaking to myself and remaining hopeful in a higher being. When I do this, I feel like my relationship with God and myself is at its peak. Three, your journey doesn't need to be linear. You have your whole life to explore different means to connect with spirituality. During the pandemic, I had time to read devotionals, journal, work out, do yoga. Now that I'm working 40 hours a week, it's hard to do all that at once. But I know that I'll get back to that point, and I just need to be patient with myself. Thank you for joining me in this conversation. The next episode will be released next Tuesday. Stay tuned for updates on at the Blacks of GU on Instagram, follow me at locomomo on Instagram, and make sure to subscribe to this podcast on whatever app you use. I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, or night. And remember, you got this.